You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. I'm a performance coach, life coach, workshop host, entrepreneur, and host of this podcast, bringing you stuff to blow your mind every single week. This week especially will blow your mind. On today's show, we're joined by Chris Burris, who is the founder and owner of My Vital C. My Vital C is a product consumable that is based on a third form of carbon. And it is an olive oil product that you take in the morning that might actually increase your longevity by 90%. There were researchers in 1985 that discovered a third form of carbon in the form of what's called fullerenes that awarded the Nobel Prize 10 years later. And this is sort of a 3D version of benzene. It is a product that is a building block. If you can picture like a biodome or the Epcot Center, that's what these little things are. And when you take them, and we get all deep into the science, there have there's six fold symmetry within this structure. And so what these purportedly fullerenes, what they purportedly do somehow is they enter your cell and they clean up your cell with uh, getting rid of the attracting free radicals and then you excrete them. I in this conversation, I try to debunk, I try to challenge I try to get an explanation for how this stuff actually works, and the story is pretty fascinating. This was not necessarily created as a consumable, but this rat study, they did three different rats, and these rats that were taking this ESS60, or C60, also called fullerenes, they lived 90% longer than the other two groups of rats, and is the longest, it is the longest longevity study for mammals to date. This is a nanomaterial that's about 10 angstroms across, and as I said before, it goes into your cell wall, cleans up, and attracts the free radicals, and then you get rid of it. This is a really, really cutting-edge episode. There's not that much stuff on the internet about this. Um, I have not heard Chris on other biohacking or performance podcasts, and any sort of substance that you take in a mammal study that showed a 90% increase in longevity is immediately worth talking to. And Chris's approach to this was that they were using it for some other um, applications in industry like batteries and solar panels, but people started to take it and they wanted to buy it because it was improving their sleep, improving their arthritis, helping their bodies. And it is really kind of an amazing story and I cannot wait to share this episode with you. I was fascinated by the content that Chris was sharing with us. If you like this, if this is interesting to you, man, uh, if this isn't interesting to you, then stop listening to this episode, frankly, because this is is amazing stuff, um, and I'm really stoked to bring it to you. As always, all the time, I'm always interested in bringing you the best podcasts. I really do appreciate the iTunes reviews, um, good, bad, or indifferent. If you are enjoying this, please, subscribe to this podcast and also you know it's getting compli- um, it's getting dense out there in the podcast world 
and we are one of the longer-running podcasts for biohacking and performance on the on the internet. And um, in order for us to continue to grow, to put this podcast out, it's really up to you guys to help share this thing. We're we're not um, we don't have giant budgets. We're, we're not. This is not a huge mega podcast with you know, tons of sponsors. This is, this is really as grassroots as it gets. And, um, I would really appreciate from you guys, if you were able to share this episode and subscribe and comment, because that helps us uh, immensely. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm super excited to bring this episode to you. Chris Burris. You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean McCormick. It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. And we're here with Chris Burris, the founder and owner of SES Research, and more specifically, My Vital C. Chris, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Sean, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to like diving into some new stuff that well, maybe you haven't heard of before. Excellent. Let's start by talking about what the buckyball is. Please just nope. give us the give us give us the lowdown. Jump into it. So so the buckyball is um it's a it's an affectionate name for actually carbon 60. And then okay, that begs the question, what is carbon 60? So back in 1985, uh, a group of researchers, uh, Richard Smalley, Harold Croto, and Robert Curl discovered the third form of carbon. So everybody's familiar with diamond, everybody's familiar with graphite. A lot of people aren't familiar with fullerenes, a whole gamut of molecules called fullerenes, the most abundant of which is carbon 60. And you are both soccer fans, so this is the great uh, kind of way to describe it. If you look at a soccer ball, that's the shape of a carbon 60 molecule. The lines on the soccer ball represent the bonds between the carbon atoms. So you have the spherical molecule of carbon 60. And uh, it was it was named the whole gamut of molecules are called fullerenes and they were named fullerenes after the famous um, uh, inventor uh, Buckminster Fuller. And then Buckyball is like the nickname of this carbon 60. Great. So that's kind of the history. A little important, interesting fact in 1996, those same researchers who discovered it actually won the Nobel Prize for that discovery. Uh, typically a Nobel Prize isn't awarded till 40, 50, 60 years later. In this case, it happened in a very short uh, 11 years, and that's almost unheard of in kind of the Nobel Prize community. Uh, the reason it got the Nobel Prize so quickly is the that buckyball, that soccer soccer ball shape, they figured it was basically like a 3D version of benzene. So are you kind of familiar with benzene, know where it is and how ubiquitous it is? Not really, no. Yeah. So, and a lot of people aren't. The, the reality is, is benzene is almost, you can't swing anything and I won't say a dead cat, but you can't swing anything without hitting benzene. It's in plastics. It's in medicine. Uh, it, it's a building block of modern society. Uh, 
And so they just kind of figured if this is a 3D version of benzene, then of course it's gonna be an incredibly important discovery. They also figured that if it's gonna be uh, ubiquitous and used in pla you know additional pa plastics or whatever uh, plastics 2.0 looks like, or medicine 2.0 looks like, then we need to understand that particular molecule and how safe or how dangerous it might be. Because it turns out that benzene, although it's you know ubiquitous and you can't like turn around without bumping into it, benzene on its own, so not associated with any components that turn it into a plastic, is actually carcinogenic. So you wanna stay away from benzene. They assumed that the buckyball was also gonna be carcinogenic or at least toxic or whatever. And so they did a really interesting thing. Uh, they did a toxicity uh, test in 2012 and the results from that test were just uh, blew their socks off. How so? So, so. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I, I like to pause a little bit just in case there's like any questions if I missed anything. So what's amazing is they gave in this study, they gave one set of rats water, one set of rats olive oil, and one rat set of rats olive oil. And I call it ESS-60 because it's really safer for consumption. So olive oil with ESS-60. Instead of those rats given olive oil with ESS-60 dying sooner and it be being toxic, those rats live 90% longer than the control group. So you're like, 90? That's a really big number. It's actually the single longest longevity experiment on mammals known to man. It's what kind of like one of my quests for information is, uh, is there a longer longevity experiment on mammals? And this is a peer reviewed published study. You can go look it up. We have it available on you know whatever websites we have. Uh, and the research was done out of Paris. And yeah, they live 90% longer. Not only did they live 90% longer, a typical Worcester rat will die with tumors. And in this case, those given water, the control group, all died with tumors. The ones given ESS-60 and olive oil, none of them had tumors. So think about like you've doubled the lifespan, you've doubled the opportunity for tumor growth, right? In terms of if it's time related, but none of them had tumors. So it's a pretty phenomenal discovery and really kind of changed the direction of my business. You can imagine before I was a carbon nanomaterial scientist and I've kind of been shoved is maybe the right way to say it into this kind of supplement world. When you say that it's the longest study, does that mean that the outcomes of longevity within the rats were longer or it was it's longer running like longitudinally? So I have been unable to find any study on rats or any other animal, mammal in this particular case. I think I did find a study on fruit flies that extended their life a little bit more than 90 percent. Um, but I've been unable to find a study that shows a longer increase in life. So for instance, the current best way, and, and you're familiar with intermittent fasting, and that's founded on actually full on fasting, the current best way to ext extend your life prior to ESS 60 was to starve yourself almost half to death, and you could extend your life by 10 to 15%. I think there are some people who would argue that you are or not extending your life. <laughs> <laughs> if you're starving yourself half to death, right? So it's that prior to this particular study, that was the best research method for extending your life. And so, yeah, like a 90% increase in average lifespan of the test subjects, that's kind of really what that study is saying. And, you know, people are familiar with resveratrol. Intermittent fasting has some interesting results, but doesn't really so show this kind of extension of life. Um, this is the current best 
peer-reviewed published study uh, for the extension of life that there is. So that's one of my quests. If any of your listeners out there have heard of a mammal study, have you know an inkling of, oh, this might be a value, please, yeah, I'd love it kind of at the end, we'll get my information out there and please share that information with me because I'm on this quest and have been on this quest for two years since this, this kind of industry really took off. And I'm actually interested in another piece of information. So if I could kind of employ your, implore your audience if you have any statistics on what percentage of rat studies actually do or don't apply to humans, I'm also looking for that piece of information. Because we know it's a number, it's a number. We, we may not know the number, we may never know the number, but we know there's a number of percentage of research that's done on rats that actually applies to humans. Uh, and so I've been asking around if anybody in your audience knows, I actually asked uh, a professor, Iran, from DePaul University, and he shared an interesting story. He didn't, he didn't have a number, but he shared a very interesting story. Uh, it's a little bit long, but I think it's worth it because it's kind of founded in some, uh, some, some clarity, actually, at least as far as I've gotten so far. So he says that there's a study out there that was done on rats, and it was actually a uh, anti-nausea medicine for pregnant rats and women. So they gave this medicine uh, to the rats. It, they didn't see any adverse effects, so they started actually giving this to pregnant women. And it wasn't a, a one-to-one ratio, but they kind of figured out over a long period of time, unfortunately, uh, they figured out over a long period of time that it was actually causing deformities and fetuses. And so uh, Dr. Iran was like, see, this is, this is the thing that people will hold up and say, hey, you can't take what happens in a rat and apply it to a human. The problem is, and this is exactly what Dr. Iran said, is that these, they never looked at the fetuses of the rats. Had they looked at the fetuses of the rats, they would have seen deformities and they would have never carried this on to human trials. And so here's this example that he says scientists in general use to say you can't apply what happens in a rat to humans. And really in this example is kind of him saying, eh, it's 95 to 98%. Like the one study everyone holds on to was just an inaccurate study. It wasn't like a bad study. So, I mean, it was the study was done wrong. It wasn't that what happened to the rats didn't happen to the humans. In fact, exactly what happened to the rats did exactly happen to the humans. So those are kind of two pieces of information. If anybody else out there is maybe in kind of medical testing where they're looking at rat studies and carrying those on to human trials, uh, I'd love to have a conversation and get their perspective on on what that looks like. So for for the rat study that showed the 90% increase um, in lifespan, uh, has that study been replicated since then? It has not yet been replicated. In fact, we just pulled the trigger on starting the very first steps to moving towards re- redoing that study. So, so basically, um, there are some guidelines for toxicity before you jump into that study. And we wanted we're, we're actually just, like I said, just pulled the trigger on doing those toxicity, those initial kind of shorter term toxicity studies. And once we get past, past those, then we'll actually go ahead and build out the entire um, study plan and then do that whole study. So we're going to redo it. We're going to throw in uh, some, some proprietary molecules um, and, or blends, and then we're also going to do just the C60 again. Really, we call it again ESS60. I like to make this distinction between C60 and ESS60 because the reality is C60 in the process of getting it to very high purity, which was used in the original study, 
it does involve chemicals that aren't good for you, chemicals that can do harm to you. So if you don't process the C60 properly, then it can actually do harm to you. There's there's uh, peer-reviewed published studies out there that show uh, C60 improperly processed actually did damage to the test subjects. Uh, and then if they processed it to make it water soluble, because in general C60 or specifically C60 is not water soluble. If you add things to the exterior of the ball, it can become water soluble. Uh, and the research is pretty conclusive that when you do that, you should not put it in your body, right? So C60 dissolved in olive oil, okay. So what we like to say is C60, good for industrial applications. It's good for tires and inks and battery cells and solar cells, but not something you wanna put in your body. ESS-60, which is C60 that's been further processed for human consumption, uh, is much safer to put in your body, and I wouldn't put anything other than ESS-60 in my body, if that makes sense. Got it. So then that sort of begs the question to get back to sort of the mechanism of action. Like, why does this soccer ball, why does the, why does Epcot Center, why does yeah. Uh, you know, why does a geodesic dome, you know, like I live in Seattle and we've got the spheres in, um, uh, at Amazon in downtown. And while they're not really, you know, buckyballs, they're, they're inspired by. So the geodesic how, dome. Yeah. yeah. How, how is it that this geodesic dome, how is it that the buckyball actually works to promote longevity? Yeah. So the I'm going to talk about some theories and some information about it. We don't know exactly. Right. And that's some of the research that's continuing to go on. So what we do know is that uh, ESS 60 in olive oil is an anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant. So just to talk about that for a little bit, the current concepts, the current uh, major beliefs about theories about uh, longevity and aging are that it has to do with oxidation and inflammation. So if you're taking something that's an antioxidant, by the way, one of the better antioxidants available, and you're taking, and that same thing is an anti-inflammatory, uh, then you're already ticking two of the boxes that are related to aging, right? And so that alone could explain why, the, why these rats live 90% longer. Um, one interesting characteristic of the, the, the fullerene, the buckyball, is that it's got six-fold symmetry. So early on, and I mentioned that C60 is used in batteries, it's got six-fold symmetry, which means it can hold lots of electrons and then release those electrons. So like in a lithium battery cell, you know, we all have our cell phone on day one, the battery is amazing, and we're like, wow, this is what I've always been waiting for. I, I have always been saying, please don't make my phone any better, just make it last longer. Well, they haven't gotten there yet. They keep trying to make it better. So we know the battery is good at the beginning. And then a year later, maybe a year and a half later, it doesn't hold the charge as long. What's actually happening is degradation of the material that makes up the battery, right? So you're actually getting um, deformations in that material so it can no longer hold as many electrons or release as many electrons. Well, that's not true with a buckyball. That six-fold symmetry gives it a lot of structural strength, chemical structural strength, and so it can hold lots of electrons and release lots of electrons. Now, if we switch over and start talking about oxidation and talking about free radicals, that ESS-60, right, because now we're putting it in our body, that ESS molecule has the same ability to hold those free radicals, to collect those free radicals and, and take them out of your body. Additionally, it's a nanomaterial. And so as a nano, so it's nano in sky is about, about 10 angstrom ac across. When it's this size, it can actually enter cell walls, right? When it enters those cell walls, 
you're right there with the mitochondria, which is kind of the engine of the cells. You're a present in these ATP processes and ADP processes that are happening in the cells, and you're absorbing those free radicals really quickly. That's, that's theory, that's kind of conjecture, that's where we're at. We do know that it does go into the cells, so that's not theory or conjecture. What it's actually doing in there could be a little bit different than just, mm. just absorbing those free radicals. Mm. Um, and if it's doing that, then that has a major impact. That can explain all the other testimonials that we're getting and can also explain you know, this kind of longevity effect that actually occurred. So it's possible, you can speculate that when, as I picture this in my silly, stupid brain, like the buckyballs going into the cells, interacting inside the cells, and, and potentially like attracting and absorbing free radicals from within the cell and then just like what, holding them there? or, or And taking them out of your body. And, and taking them and how, again, how would, that, how would they take them out of your body? You just, so they can pass through the cell wall, right? So they can actually come in, they can come in, get this, um, and again, all theory, but they can get those free radicals that are coming off of those mitochondria and then take them out of the cell and they get excreted. So wow. there's a little bit of data and a little variation in the data of how quickly C60, or in this case, because it's in your body, ESS60 can get absorbed and then excreted out of your body. But it's you know some, some variation between 72 hours uh, and 10 days, like we get different different data from different studies. Can you give us a couple of examples of, of free radicals? Um, so free, but free radicals just come out, they're really oxygen species that come out of, uh, of your mitochondria, right? So mitochondria is doing its, its own thing. It's kind of think about anytime that we're making energy as humans, like for cars or whatever, there's always pollution. Right. So these free radical, these oxygen species are coming out of this mitochondria, which is the engine of the cells. And that's where those free radicals are coming. Got it. Got it. OK. Again, trying to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Piecing all of this together. So yeah. this this particular piece was not I've had to do a ton of reading and getting myself caught up to understand, like, what's going on and what are the potential effects and so I have a two-year head start on you. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> And you're a scientist. <laughs> and I'm not. Uh, okay, so then, so then it, it begs the question for me a little bit. If this is able to pass through the cell wall, um, does, that, does that give a potential risk for um, mutations, damage, stuff like that? So um, – there is some current theories, actually, and there are some people who are in this industry or out there saying that C60, and, and really, for me, wrong terminology, that ESS60 is repairing uh, the telomeres on DNA. There's no research that shows that. Um, if it was doing that, then that would make sense in the context of what people are reporting that's happening to them, right? Because telomere length is typically associated with your actual, um, your gene age, right? So shorter telomeres mean that you're, that you're actually older and longer mean that you're actually younger. And so if people are getting these great benefits, and, and we'll talk about the, that in a little bit, um, then the fact that it's actually helping to keep that DNA young is a, is, a, is a good thing. So I think, yes, it's absolutely a concern. Right now, the data just doesn't hold that out. I mean, as an example 
of how kind of miraculous ESS60 is. Now, this is what I'm gonna talk about is in vivo. So this is in a Petri dish. Basically, they have cancer cells and they have normal cells, normal uh, cells around the cancer cells. And they're adding the, car the, 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 the particular chemical or medicine. It's actually usually toxic medicine that's attacking cancer cells, right? So typical chemotherapy is toxic chemicals but they're geared to more attack the, the, the actual cancer cells. So they're in this petri dish, they have the presence of this chemotherapy drug, and then they also have ESS-60 present. ESS-60 makes the uh, chemotherapy drug attack the cancer more and also protects the surrounding cells, so those cells that are the good cells, uh, better than not having the ESS-60 present. So it's doing some pretty amazing things. Wow. Um, I would say at, at this point, you know, it's it's my responsibility as a person who sells this product to collect adverse effects so that I can share those with the FDA. And at this point, we don't have any adverse effects that people have reported. And so that's that's pretty phenomenal. And then you put it in like the the, the reality is the toxicity study was on these rats the typical Worcester rat lives about 32 months. The rats given ESS-60 in olive oil lived 62 months and had no tumors. Hmm. So, so you know, the, as we look at this study, which is a peer-reviewed published study, and we look at other studies that are out there, the consistent story is that it's not toxic uh, and we don't really have anything to worry about um, you know, at the, at the level that you're talking. Now, it always makes people nervous when stuff can go into cells uh, and even more nervous when people when things can cross the blood-brain barrier. And yes, in fact, ESS-60, ESS well, it makes you nervous and excited. So if you're uh, a pharmacy company, a pharmaceutical company, and you're trying to get something to help with headaches or help with memory or whatever, one of your biggest goal is to get it past the blood-brain barrier. Um, ESS-60 can get past the blood-brain barrier, and you know we're seeing some positive effects in some things like dementia and Alzheimer's and one of our consistent testimonials uh, is better sleep. By the way, I've mentioned very specific drugs, so I have to say this. Uh, the FDA has not evaluated the product. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. Gotcha. Thank you for that. Yeah, I, I definitely do want to get into the testimonials and anecdotes um, a little bit later uh, because yeah. because – you know, doing some deep digging into the experts on YouTube comments, you know, you expect. <laughs> Are you saying that facetiously? No, I, you expect people to be shitting all over it. I mean, you expect yeah. all the nails, all the naysayers and trolls to go in and say, this is, this is snake oil. Don't trust this. And, and it's not, they're not, it's not there. It's not present. So I do want yeah. to get to that, but before. Yeah, there, so yeah, let, you just mentioned snake oil and that really kind of hits home for me, right? So your audience is out there. If I were listening to this, I'd be as skeptical as them, if not more. I come from a science background, I'm a scientist. I have a scientific approach to everything that I do. And and you think about how somebody becomes a supplement person, right? And, and typically there's two paths, actually now there's a third, but typically it's two paths. Hey, I wanna be extremely wealthy and I think I can sell a whole lot of supplements, so let me become a supplement guy. That I have no problem with people becoming wealthy as long as they're delivering value, but that's not the path that caused me to be here. The other version is often like somebody had their own health problems or their parents had their a health problem and they like dug in and did research and found a collection of supplements that were able to help them or somebody that they love. 
And now they want to share that message, share that solution with as many people as possible. Um, I call it the saving the world path. I have no problem with saving the world, uh, but that's also not the path I'm on. I've been manufacturing and producing ESS-60 since 1991. We sell to research institutions around the world, uh, and they typically put it in tires, uh, like I mentioned, inks, solar cells, batteries. Uh, in 2012, they did this study. In fact, in 2013, really about mid-2013, people started calling us and saying, hey, how much in a dose of, of at the time, C60? And we have our carbon nanomaterial hats. You can think about, literally our answer was no. <laughs> no, you put this in solar cells, you put it in batteries, you don't put it in your body. And that's despite the literature was pretty clear, uh, a little early, but pretty clear. But our nanomaterial scientist hats were like, no, we're not. And we actually added not for human consumption uh, mid 2013 to all of our products. Um, we were selling, uh, at the time it was C60, uh, in olive oil, and we were selling that so that if you wanted to recreate the original rat study, you actually have to mix this product. Uh, some people say two weeks. We actually mix ours for three weeks because not that much ESS60 will dissolve in olive oil or any of the oils, MCT or avocado oil. So you have to mix it for a very long period of time. So we're trying to save people the headache if they wanted to recreate the study, go ahead and purchase the, 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 the as-completed material already. Fast forward to 2017, a guy by the name of Cliff High, Cliff High he has a big YouTube following. Uh, he talks about finances, he talks about Bitcoins, and he started talking about that he was taking the product and the benefits he was getting. The entire industry sold out, except for us, because we're the largest manufacturer and distributor of the raw material, uh, and we we never sold out. Coming into, 27, into, into 2018, we're like, what are we going to do with this? This literally, this supplement has just landed in our lap. The testimonials we're getting are just amazing. In fact, I would answer the phone and people's like, oh, it helped me with this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that information, right? All science starts with anecdotal observation and then goes into pr proof. But I'm still like more of a proof person than an anecdotal observation. So uh, I'm, I'm getting these testimonials and, I, and I'm, I don't know exactly what to do with them. But I asked myself two questions. The first one is a moral question. I take the product. My wife takes a product. Everybody on our team here takes the product. I'm comfortable selling it to you. And then the next one is the FDA and the FTC. We're on the right side of both of those organizations uh, or institutions. And so that's really in 2018 when we started selling this in earnest and really created My Vital C and, and are trying to help the public stay safe and get legitimate product by let's talk about ESS-60 as that C60 that is safer for human consumption. Yeah, I just had to throw that in because I, I just think it's important. That's very unique. I mean, I, I, I've, I've re interviewed many, many product people, um, consumables, supplements, you know, with the work that we've done with natural stacks and formulating um, vitamins and supplements for, for human consumption. Um, I've never heard that scenario where <laughs> we're making this thing for use in all of these sort of industrial products and it works really well. We kind of know that it may in fact like double your life in, in mammals, but we're not going to let, we're not going to advocate for people taking it. And then suddenly you have this market out of nowhere. Yeah. That, that is, that is a unique Genesis story for sure. You know, yeah. I, I imagine that 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 um, that sort of reluctance 
to wrap your arms around the business around selling this as a consumable um, it makes makes you guys pretty unique. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's a very that's that's very different. You know, I I couldn't help but begin to ask around, and we've have sort of an an in house. Um, um, longevity expert one of the one of the formulators for our material uh, for our products at natural stacks his name is abelard Lindsay, and he's um he's a super genius and he finds all sorts of different things to take um to improve cognition and brain speed and you know he's got a ton of degrees and he's just a really smart guy and and i asked um i hope he doesn't have a problem with me sharing this uh, <laughs> Um, I asked some of the other guys on the team, uh, Natural Stacks, if they had taken this, if they were familiar with it. And one of the things that he said was that he had he noticed uh, he noticed um, a cognitive uh, a cognitive improvement, but that that and I'll just I'll just read it here. Um, yeah. we're talking about kidneys, talking about his kidneys. Uh, there's evidence that C60 may bind to uranium, so my theory is that um, it may have it have moved may have moved a lot of uranium through my kidneys because I've been a sand Pellegrino drinker for a long time. Anyway, it's a promising substance. Um, looking forward to more research. D- apropos nothing, um, the fact that he didn't say it's garbage <laughs> uh, don't take it. Uh, you know, the fact, the fact that he didn't go out against it, even though he took it for a while. Um, can you speak to that experience at all? I know that again, that's an anecdote, but yeah, I think, um, so, so some people talk about, uh, a, a toxic, uh, or, or, you know, um, what is it? A toxic cleanse process, right? There's no real evidence of a toxic cleanse happening. Um, and yeah, binding with uranium, great. If you've got it in your body, it's gonna it's gonna run it through your system. It's gonna collect it and run it through your system. Is is that true? That makes sense. We don't have any research to support that. Um, what I what I constantly get when people are calling and asking, hey, could it help with this? Could it help with that? The variety of things that it helps with, and I've actually got a theory about why this is, but the variety of things that it helps with um, never ceases to amaze me, which is scary, right? For me, okay, now it's a product that I'm now selling and sharing with as many people as I can. But when you say something is this panacea, and it can help with everything, that's like red flag, like yeah. the red flag should have gone, been going off, you know, at the word supplement, right? Because in general, that can be challenge have, have its challenges. But now I'm saying it does all of this stuff. So these red flags, they're going off for me too. Um, and, and so that my answer when somebody says, Hey, is this something that might help here is, it might like yeah. it, it, it might because we've got so many testimonials in so many different areas that it's that is doing beneficial things. So um, we recently had uh, Rob forget Rob's last name from Chromadex and they make a nicotinamide riboside. They make true niogen, um, okay. um, which is I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Um, but I'm familiar with their marketing because their marketing is really good. Their marketing is very good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're very organized. Um, there, th- that uh, to asking some some similar questions around like who who's on this, who's taking it, who's into it. 
Can you tell me about any other sort of, you know, longevity experts that are currently taking this or experimenting with this and, um, and begin to tell some of the anecdotal stories that, uh, especially with people in the longevity space, because that's, that's of, that's of definite interest for, uh, for the futurists who are, who listen to every single episode of this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, one is, is even though my supplement has this longevity study, I'm still, actually really have spent the last year and three quarters getting caught up on everything related to supplements, getting a brand out there, and then now getting on podcasts and talking about it. I haven't spent that much time in the longevity industry. So I'm, I, I, own my, I own another company and it's actually a marketing company. So I've spent some time looking at what is the search volume for longevity or live longer? And it's incredibly surprising how low the search volume is. So the general population is not out there saying, how do I live longer? In fact, if I go talk to people and say, hey, I've got this product and it's helped these test subjects, mammals, rats, live 90% longer, would you like to live longer? A lot of people, I won't say all or most, and it's a little surprising to me, I've always wanted to live longer, but a lot of people are like, no, I don't wanna live longer. And so then I kind of reframe the question, if you were still healthy, right, and not in a wheelchair and not in whatever in in a in an old folks home uh, and living life on your own terms, would you like to live longer? And the answer then almost invariably, it's not always invariably, but almost invariably switches to to yes. So I think there's something about our psyche, right, or collective psyche that says living longer is either not possible or not desirable. So the people in your audience have already take it, they're taking another, like something has switched, right? And they're already thinking so far outside the norms, because uh, again, the search volume is low, like across the United States, people looking for how to live longer is is less than like 10,000 searches a month. It's it's just crazy how low it is. Yeah, really? it's, well, don't quote me on that number because <laughs> well, I saw it and I was surprised by how low it was. I mean, I, I, I of course, I mean, I'm, I'm, I run a biohacking podcast and I'm a coach and I'm interested and I take a ton of supplements and fast and keto and blah, 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 infrared, biophotomodulation. It's, it's my world. It's my universe. And so clearly I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm not only so like everybody you everybody exactly with, whatever interact with is so for it's you in all your mind like that's a hundred percent of the people right but the, the data doesn't bear uh, that out which yeah is, which is very interesting right I I think so, it's I think it's shifting um and, yeah. and and I have been you know I've been in this scene for the last three or four years uh longer than that maybe four or five years and as a you know founder of a float center and, and as a performance coach. I'm always looking for tools. I want to live a long time. I want to live a long time, healthy and strong. Yeah. Um, but what I have noticed, you know, maybe it's the, the, the Dave Asprey bulletproof effect. Um, you know, his last question in every, in every episode of his podcast is how long do you want to live? Um, What's your number? Um, my number is, is at least 120. Yeah. I want to... So yeah, just for just to throw my number out prior to really kind of knowing that that I had a supplement that would land in my lap and be potentially responsible for a 90 percent increase in life. I, I've always thought about 125. That was just like the number that that I wanted to hit. So, um, so is yeah, it, 120. Is it still page. 125 or since, um, since? You know what? That's interesting. So 
Uh, I have to say, in this moment, it's still 125. I haven't even had a chance to process for my own whatever mm. benefit. Because if we live 90% longer, right, just to mirror, by the way, so here's some interesting information in this study. So the rats weren't given uh, ESS-60 for the duration of their life, for the duration of the study. They weren't given any ESS-60 ESS until month 10, right? So they're mature rats at this point out of a 32-month lifespan. And then at month 17, they stopped giving them any doses. So they only got it for seven months of their 32-month life, right? And that was enough to get them to get to 90%. So one thing I can share with you, when we go to reproduce this study, guess what we're not going to do? <laughs> we're not going to stop giving them ESS-60, right? Yeah. They're going to get it for the duration of their existence. Yeah. Um, and so if we just take that 90% number, the average human would actually live to 152. Average, right? Not, the out, not like currently the 105-year-old outlier right the average is 152 so um and you look at the different things that are available on the market the different ways to live longer and and you frankly because i've been kind of focused in this and learning the side the longevity side of things probably have a better picture of exactly what is what does have data out there right because a lot of the things that people are taking correct me if i'm wrong are like we we know that getting rid of free radicals is good for living longer and this gets rid of free radicals so we're going to assume that this makes you live longer right which is not a bad assumption but it doesn't have this kind of longevity study that i'm you know i happen to be fortunate enough to be sitting on yeah yeah i i, I think that lifestyle factors um yeah. um you know breath work infrared sauna use you know that that lowers all-cause mortality sleep um, sleep sleep yeah. yeah i mean these these sorts of lifestyle factors intermittent fasting you know uh, three-day water fasts you know again in my in my in my universe they're becoming more and more popular um and seeing more and more people talking about the benefits of it well let's 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 talk about some of the antidote a anecdotes because again like i i watched um i watched lots of videos um and you are consistent um in the way that you talk about this and it's not overreaching it's not a panacea there is more research to do there's there's you know there's human research to do at some point there's there's more coming which is a good thing in in my mind but yeah. what I what what struck me reading through the 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 wisdom that is the YouTube comments was <laughs> one person saying this is this is legit this is amazing I've been taking it for ten months I'm sleeping better my hair is growing back I have more energy I have more productive and then that's of course followed by ten comments of people saying oh who's paying you to yeah. make these comments. <laughs> You're a, you're a my vital C shill, you know, you're, you're a patsy for, you know, da, da, da. And, and, and people are like, like, no, this is where I found it. This is who told me I should be taking it. Um, I'm, I trust this person. I've been taking it and the results have been amazing. So yeah. it looks to be that there are many, many different applications. And I, and I wrote down, I'll say them so that you don't have to say them and sound, um, you know, too bombastic again, but, um, we're talking about. Longevity, lower the risk of heart disease, um, improved vision, improved mental acuity, 
lower blood pressure, um, greater strength and vitality, greater protection of the nervous system. In addition to the other things that I have seen, which is like maybe even like protection from sunburns, um, um, alleviation from Parkinson's syndrome, uh, from Parkinson's symptoms. Uh, um, so like, let's, let's talk about some of these anecdotes. Let's, let's, let's go through these, how that must be, uh, obviously you're, you're, you're selling a product. So of course that it feels good, but are you even surprised that so many different things are, 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 have reported benefits here? I mean, it's kind of nuts. Uh, I'll tell you that I'm less surprised now than I was about say a year ago, right? So coming into 2018, sales are ramping up. Um, I like to take a number of phone calls every week, actually have conversations with people and ask them the question, like, what is going on with you? How, what are the benefits you're experiencing? And when you were kind of going through some of the things that are very important for living longer, uh, I emphasize sleep. It is probably the most consistent testimonial that we get. Hmm. Better sleep. So so in, I would say these three things combined, and by the way, I think they're all due to sleep, but you know, better mental acuity, more energy, and better sleep. And uh, I read a book called Why We Sleep. I don't know if you've read that book. It's a phenomenal book. Yeah. Uh, it's also one of the scariest things I've ever read. <laughs> uh, yeah. like, when you don't get your sleep opportunity, that's what they call it. This is what happens to your cardio, uh, your your heart situation. This is what happens to your, your uh, blood sugar level. This is what happens to your ability to remember things. Like, and it's horrible, of course. And so if you just sleep better, all of these testimonials, I think even back to the part, you know, uh, helping Parkinsonian symptoms um, can benefit from better sleep. What's kind of interesting, inter, in, interesting is that sleep, the sleep aid, I'm going to do like air quotes, the sleep aid industry is a $2 billion industry and it doesn't actually help you sleep. It knocks you out, yeah. right? So there's a drug when you don't sleep uh, and it's called, and I had to write it down, adenosine. Uh, which was in mentioned in the book. So as you don't sleep, this drug just keeps rising and rising, and it's what causes you to be very, very drowsy. So drugs like Ambien will come in, and they'll knock you out, and they'll relieve the ad- adenosine pressure, but they don't let you get your in-rim or your REM sleep. And so your body's not actually able to heal, so you're not sleepy when you wake up, but you also haven't healed when you woke up. Um, our product, you actually take in the morning, gives you energy and mental clarity during the day, that's what people are reporting, and then helps you sleep better at night. All of these other sleep aids, actually you have to take right before you go to sleep and they knock you out. You might as well have a, you know three shots of tequila or whatever the right amount is for whoever you are. <laughs> Six. And- don't, fool, don't, kid, don't kid yourself. <laughs> Six, if you're, who's counting? <laughs> so if you do that, we, we all know we, we can have eight hours of sleep after six tequila shots and not really be feeling good, right? Same thing is happening with Ambien um, and, and, and all of these other sleep aids. So I think that's the really the one consistent thing that we're getting better sleep. I can tell you in my case, it's better sleep. In my case, I used to take uh, Valerian. I don't know. Have you ever taken Valerian? Yeah. For, so Valerian is this thing. So you go to sleep and your brain's just like firing and thinking and all this stuff is going on. And Valerian, a couple hours, well, probably about an hour before you go to sleep, will just quiet that down. 
And it's really amazing how it just quiets that down and then you, allows you to go to sleep. Um, on ESS 60, so on my vital C, I've gone to bed and my brain's going nuts. And I remember the old times when I would have like, hey, I need to go take a, a sleepy time tea that has the valerian in it. Um, but I'm not, I don't take the tea and I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to go to sleep. And I still hit the bed, hit the pillow and I'm, and I'm out. E so it's not that it's slowing you down. It's like, okay, now it's, I don't know. Like this is parts where we don't know. I don't know what's going on, but now's the time to sleep. And so now you sleep and people talk about uh, having deeper sleep. I've got a business coach. He actually, his testimony is uh, for 50 years, I needed an alarm clock to wake up. Since I've been taking the My Vital C formulation, I wake up before the alarm clock. Hmm. So that's, that's one of the very consistent things. Do you think that the cognitive improvement is also due to enhanced sleep or, or what else? I mean, if it's, if it's crossing the blood brain barrier and cleaning up, cleaning up shop, uh, that must be part of it too, right? Yeah, I, th I think it's probably both. I mean, it's, it's a much more elegant solution to say, oh, it helps you with your sleep and then you're healing everything and then you wake up and people are talking about having mental clarity pretty like pretty early on. I don't know, kind of in your testimonial, was he talking about the same day that I took, uh, in, in, you know, the, the product, did I have mental clarity that day or did it take the 20, you know, a 24 hour cycle to have mental clarity? If it's a 24 hour cycle, um, like, so the only time that we can say it might not be related to sleep is if we look at what happens immediately after we take it the first time. Right. And that's such a narrow window compared to what m most of our customers are taking it, you know, every single day uh, for months and months and months. You mentioned like a 10 month uh, cycle was listed. So um, I think the simplest explanation, I always try and lean on the simplest explanation. And so if better sleep is that simplest explanation, then I'm, I, I would like to stick with that for now. Um, but I, but I don't, the reality is I don't know. Right. Hmm. And you ask like what kinds of people are taking it and getting different testimonials. So, um, at my office, I've got a, a young kid who plays indoor soccer. So have you, have you, all, I'm assuming you also at some point played indoor soccer, yeah, right? Yeah. That's the, the 10 minute sprint. And then like, <gasps> 10, get me out, more like right? five, or, dude. There you go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so there's a young kid in our office who was playing indoor soccer and he was like, I'm in for 10 minutes and I can't last longer than 10 minutes. And you're right. 10 minutes is actually a long time. Uh, the next day after his first dose, he was like, I played for 20. Hmm. Like, and that's, those are really binary things where people kind of understood where they were and understood where they are now. And uh, the next one is we've actually got a, a guy who was a former football player, professional football player day after dose running stairs with his wife. His wife is a personal trainer and he noticed and she noticed the difference in him. Um, and so, yeah, to, 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 so, and, and th can that just be from sleep? We know that like sleep is one of the pillars of great training. Like if yeah. it's food, exercise and sleep. And so if it improves your sleep, then you could wake up the next day and be in a much better, better position to, to train harder. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously it's possible, but I think that for those of us who are paying really closely, really close attention to what our body is doing, myself included, like I'm currently doing a, um, a flow training with uh, Stephen Kotler. It's called Zero to Dangerous. So I'm like tracking my flow markers. What are what are the ways that I can hack into my flow process? I'm also right. doing neurofeedback. Um, I'm in session. Five of 40 
and I'm so I'm like going through this list of things like has this improved today has this not improved today do i have am i less uh, distractible yeah i'm slightly less distractible do i have a better range of vocabulary uh, a little bit and i'm uh, and i'm yeah. marking all of those things for people who are, are are it's important for them to work and live and perform at a really high level they know the difference between like yeah i slept really well uh, I, I worked out a little bit better or I felt a little bit more rested versus right. like my output doubled. I feel amazing. I could have kept going. That's a, there's a stark contrast there. I um, got a, I actually got a testimonial that's right in line with that. Right. Like, so again, this kind of very binary type data, um, a guy from the UK called he's, you know, out in the market, looking at people who are out there he's still kind of playing in the C60 market as opposed to ESS 60, again, a safer market to be in. And he's like, he does the chair, the, the sit against the wall chair exercise, right? So like you're just leaning against it and you're, and it's a fake chair. Wall and he's like, yeah, exactly. So he, he, he said, I was at 12 minutes and at 12 minutes, it wasn't that I was in pain and I quit. My legs gave out, right? And, and it was weeks that he was at this 12 minutes. He starts taking the, the product, right? The formulation and he hits 20. Huh. That's a 60% increase in performance. And again, it's kind of binary. It's one, okay, if you quit because you're in pain, but he's like, no, 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 my legs literally failed, right? So I fell down at that point as opposed to after he started taking the ESS-60. So mm. um, those, yeah, I love to hear those types of very specific. And, and I think it's so important, you're right, to track. I, I've got another testimonial. So we're, we're, we're a, a warehouse. We manufacture here. Uh, we've got offices here, but we're not really a retail establishment. People come in who live in Houston and they'll do will call and we'll, you know, happy to give them their product and save them on the shipping. I was here on a Sunday doing a little bit of work and this guy knocks on the door and this is really early on. So this is probably, I don't know, first quarter 2018 guy knocks on the door and I opened the door and it felt like a very clandestine, you know, do you have any ESS 60? And I'm like, Yes, we have ESS 60. I would like to buy some. <laughs> and so I'm like, great. Now how do I figure out how to sell him some? Because we don't have a cash register, right? So I'm like, well, give me your credit card and I'll go place an order online for you and then sell it to him. Anyway, so that was beginning 2018. It was probably about five months later. I was up walking by the front of the office and I recognized the guy and he was here. He and 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 our, our assistant who's up front who helps us. She's like, this is his third order and we were running a special for three bottles. So I'm like, wow, this guy must be getting some pretty great results because he's it's his third order and he's getting three bottles. And so I asked him, I was like, well, so what what kind of things are you experiencing? And he said, well, I'm not really I'm not really experiencing anything, which created this kind of odd, quiet moment. Right. But so so I, I see you kind of snicker. And that's my response. At the same point, if you want to live longer, this is one of the best research ways to do it. So even if you didn't experience yeah. anything and you wanted to live longer, like this should be in your repertoire. And so, but we had this kind of odd moment and he goes, well, and he gestured at his knuckles. And he goes like, well, does this, you know, does it help with arthritis? And I'm like, okay, the FDA hasn't evaluated it. Does it help arthritis? But we do have testimonials of people helping arthritis. And he goes, oh, well, it's helped with my arthritis. And I used to have this click, click, click noise in my knee. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, well, that's something. And I'm jogging again. So I didn't jog for like two years. And now I'm about to go on my 10th jog. So I'm jogging in earnestly again. And I'm like, well, you know, too bad you're not feeling anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, 
And the last thing is, I feel less stress at work. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. He goes, let me be clear. It's the same people and the same job, so therefore the same stress, but I feel less stressed at work, mm. right? And I think all of those things could be explained by, by better sleep. But it is a consistent where people who aren't like keeping data, right, yeah. who aren't keeping track, don't recognize. You know, if you, if you wake up a little bit more refreshed tomorrow, okay, great. And then if it happens three days in a row, okay, great. And now it's a habit. You've forgotten that it was, you know, Monday of this week that you started waking up more refreshed. Like, yeah. th- like if you're not keeping that track of that data. Yeah. Um, what do naysayers and poo pooers, uh, tr- where do they try to poke holes? Um, do they, wh- wh- how, how do people object? Yeah. So, um, let's talk about two things. One, the naysayers, and then two, some people who are actually coming into this industry and and doing wrong by the industry. Um, Naysayers really just tend to kind of, oh, this sounds like snake oil, and they don't really have any specific data. Um, You have some very interesting naysayers who are like, hey, this buckyball cage, which again is 60 atoms only, is the perfect uh, structure to be a nanobot, and that the NSA is using these nanobots to control people. Um, So I've been manufacturing since 1991. The NSA has never visited us. (laughs) We have, like, they don't have access to our product before we sell it. We're the largest manufacturer and distributor of the product on the planet. And so uh, that's not happening. Um, And I think some people will look at the original study, and there's some valid concerns, which is why we want to redo it, which is one is is that the the rat groupings were small. It's six rats per group, right? And if it were any other type of study where like how fast are the rats or whatever, um, then you could say there's anomalies going on. The the challenge I always found is like, well, how did these rats live 62 months instead of 32 months, right? And it was the rats that were given ESS-60 in olive oil. Like it's not unless they're swapping out the rats in abject fraud, right? And it, this is a peer-reviewed, legitimate, published study out of a university, actually at the University of Paris. Unless there's some hokey, hocus-pocus that's going on there, right? Then we're looking at a study where these six rats died at the normal time, and these six rats all lived in a tight grouping, having lived 90% longer. Mm. Um, and so that's that's the typical uh, naysayers. Now, um, I don't know if you have any questions, but next I'd like to talk a little bit about kind of people dis- doing disservice to the industry. Yeah, no, please do. Yeah, so um, there's actually one guy, and I've got a video out there uh, where basically we take his product and we filter it. He's selling uh, what he, he calls it his own branded version of C60, which just to be clear, C60 is a molecule. There isn't Sean's version of C60 and Chris's version of C60. It's a molecule. There's only one version of C60. Um, now, we're kind of coming out with the nomenclature of ESS60 because the way you make C60 has chemicals that you want to make sure are cleaned up out of it. So uh, ESS60 is, is C60 that's been processed for safer human consumption. But it's the same C60. It's not different C60. So he he claims he has this different C60. He actually has videos out there where he shows, and this is just a little crazy to me. I don't know if it's like fraud or just lack of understanding of science. 
but he'll, he'll literally take here. I purchased three samples of known C60, right? And they're in little containers like this. And this is one gram each. And then he'll take this big giant container of really light, fluffy black powder and say, look, see how my C60 is better. If we were on Sesame Street, we would say one of these things is not like the other <laughs> and is therefore not C60. But he's actually like, my C60 is better. So we took his product. It's in sunflower seed oil. You filter it and what comes out, all the black stuff that's in the product stays on top of the filter. What comes out is clear sunflower seed oil. When you take C60 and you put it in sunflower seed oil, it turns purple. When you take that purple solution and you filter it because it's in solution, it goes through and you get purple sunflower seed oil. So he actually has no C60 in it. Huh. Uh, and then other people, um, there was a time in 2018, we actually grew the oil market so much that we had to take all of our production of, of ESS60 and put it in our own oils. And so we had to restrict the market. At the time we, we were like, well, if, if we, we know there's this growing demand, Let's look internationally because they're not no one really in the United States is producing more than, say, 10 gram quantities a month. We sell kilos in a month. Uh, so let's look overseas. There's some production in, in Russia. There's some production in China. We actually visited these facilities. China has a history that is concerning when it comes to supplements sometimes. Um, and and so we looked at the product and we weren't comfortable with it. So instead of like taking a product that made us nervous and selling that into the market, we actually kind of restricted the market. Uh, unfortunately, that had the effect of people going directly to China, uh, mm -hmm. which makes it, it just makes me nervous, right? So it's part of this like ESS60 is processed for safer human consumption. C60 is an amazing industrial application molecule. Got it, got it, interesting, oh man. You know, one thing that strikes me, you know, and I'm, I'm careful to, when I do, when I do podcasts like this with products like yours, I'm, I'm careful to not like buy all in and say, oh, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm asking the right questions. I'm trying to give you opportunities to, to, to confront objections that, that people have. But one thing that really strikes me is that you're sort of aloof about the emergence of, of this product uh, as far as a human consumable. And what that tells me is that uh, it's it comes across very authentically. It's like this just – we made this stuff. People started taking it and here we are uh, creating a market for this, like yeah. fulfilling a need. And, yeah. and, and that, that, that really does strike me a lot differently than um than than many other products and many other people and i just felt like i needed to like call that out and acknowledge that because for people listening they're probably shaking their head like yeah this guy <clears throat> this guy sounds sounds like he he doesn't have all the answers he's not making outrageous claims he's just sort of telling the story and telling what it is you know on that note what what sort of benefits are you and your wife experiencing and uh why have you not given it to your children <laughs> uh, so uh, I have actually given it to my children sometimes. Yeah. So I am actually that comfortable with this product. 
So they, now I wouldn't recommend other people give it to their children because I don't like that's not a liability path that I want to be on. But I have actually given it to my children. Um, for me, I've had a, a, a knee pain that I had for years that actually went away pretty quickly when I started taking uh, ESS 60. I have a, an Excel sheet and I, I could send you the Excel sheet where I was tracking. I used to get about four or five migraines every year. And I was trying to like, like you keeping data, I was trying to like, okay, what caused it? Was it a fight with my wife or girlfriend at the time? Was it, did I drink too much? Did I have more than six tequila shots the night before? Like what, what I was trying to keep track of and figure out what was causing it. Um, in 2018, when I really started taking the product earnestly, uh, I didn't get a single migraine for all of 2018. So that's missing. We'll call it four. And then I actually got one at the beginning in March of this year. Uh, and that's the only one I've got. So I should be about six migraines in from 2018 to now. Uh, and I've had one. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I'll give you the anecdotal that is data that's not um, that is totally anecdotal and not binary, which is I feel like the migraine I did have was weaker. Um, but let's just assume it was the same and say, I've only had one. And this is like, I've either had them or not. My wife actually was, uh, she has a medication that she get, that they give her only nine because she can only take that medication for the nine migraines that she would have a month. Um, and when she started taking ESS 60, those, she was down to one or two migraines per month. Right. So again, like you, it's not that you're keeping the data. The data is nine pills. I've used them all these months in a row. Now I'm taking ESS 60 and I'm using one or two of those pills. Hmm. So it's very, very binary data. I mentioned sleep. Sleep is consistently better. We actually went to Russia for the World Cup. Unbelievable experience. You need to do that. I don't know if you've been to. Well, it's going to be here soon, right? It's Qatar and then back here. Yeah. Uh, uh, but definitely like get to a World Cup. When, so we that's all the way in Russia. Uh, I, I really believe that with ESS 60, it significantly mitigated the um, the jet lag, right? Mm. So there's something about how it's helping you sleep that is really that is really phenomenal. And that was jet lag there and back. So um, I'm trying to think: is there any anything else? Those are those are like I said: better sleep is consistent, mental clarity, focus, and then you know migraines. I think migraines are a huge thing. We definitely had actually I had a recent. Uh, influencer that we're working with and she shared that uh, she's actually going through menopause and it got rid of her menopausal hot flashes whoa i don't even know like wow. like so you can picture me on the phone actually there's a video testimonial um by the way i have heard about getting rid of hot flashes before um but this one's like a video testimonial that we have and yeah what well, if you were to take a Dart, throw a dart at a dartboard for why that might why that might be. Ah, uh, interesting. Um, so it would obviously have to do with. It's interesting because I was reading. I'm listening to a, a great courses book, which is talking about uh, like menopausal systems, and one of the cures, quote unquote, cures for all the things that are happening during menopause used to be uh, all of this hormone therapy. But the fundamental problem with that is that we were a human with a process and all you're doing is just trying to force it back in this process instead of just letting the process run its course. So my first thought would be to say hormone balance, but I, I don't like it's, but balance in a way that's not, um, not shoving backwards, but moving it forward. Cause typically hot flashes will last a period of time and then end. Right. And so 
maybe it's accelerating through that so the hormone balance is better hmm. uh it gets to a, gets to a better more natural balance pretty quickly hmm. my sister-in-law who could care less about my podcast uh so she's not going to hear this <laughs> she's not going to hear this she's not a biohacker she i was i was with her yesterday and she just stared she her we're just like talking like hanging out and her eyes just got yeah. huge and then she started like taking her clothes off and she's just like, you have no idea what's going on right now. And I go, I have no idea what's going I, I on right now. What is going on right now? And she's like, Sean, I can't tell you because she knows that I, I'm in the infrared sauna like four or five nights a week. Like I use it really, really frequently. She's like, I cannot tell you what it's like to be sitting here talking with you. And then every pore in my body begins to pour sweat. It's it, these hot flashes, this this sort of premenopausal hot flashes are are so terrible and i felt so bad for her because it's embarrassing and it's frustrating and it's you know it's october in seattle and she's like you know and i don't know i felt really terrible for her so um i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna see about see about having her try it because um you know when people close to you have um certain ailments um that you think something might work for them um uh, and i'm sort of the the resident biohacker what's sean taking what's sean using how what is he on how can i get some you know like i there's lots of people that really look to me for for you know cutting edge supplements and and biohacking stuff so i think that that that's really compelling that's that that alone is worth me sharing it with my sister-in-law um interesting yeah I, i i would be interested i you know i i i really would because there's a couple of things that i'm sort of working through right now um, I've got a, you know, stress fracture in my foot with some soft tissue damage and I've done PRP treatment that didn't really work. So it looks like I'm going to be going towards like peptides and uh, exosomes. Um, sure would be nice to have my foot working again, um, full capacity. Um, I think, I yeah. think with, um, so it, aches and pains is something that is, is consistent. And I think it's more related to less soft tissue and more like, ligament and and bones so like my knee pain was more like a ligament pain right um and then that soft tissue pain is is not necessarily what it takes care of although it is an anti-inflammatory and so typically yeah. you know when you have soft tissue damage and to get an anti-inflammatory in there can can help too yeah. so yeah i think the the the, the prp treatment and how familiar with our with platelet rich plasma treatment um, they take your blood and they spin it for platelets. And so you have this like white serum, um, yeah. that is your blood and then they re-inject it. You know, people are doing facials with it. They're doing full body injections all over the place. For me, I think it was just too inflammatory because that's what it does is it incites that, uh, that recovery and healing process yeah. from those platelets and my foot swelled up and it was terrible. And because I'm not very good at sitting still, I walked on it. Uh, and so it's not. So it's so it is the soft tissue, but it's also the ligament. It's also the ligaments in the sole of my foot and the bone that has the stress fracture. That's a that that's that's um that's always old, and I can feel when it's when it's sore when I've been not babying it anyway. <laughs> not, not doing what the doctor ordered. Yeah. So who so who else in your family? Who else in the in your family has taken it? You give it to your mother in law or granny or so, neighbor. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. So yeah. So I've got my uh, my stepmom has taken it. Uh, my mom has taken it. She hasn't really reported anything 
but any whenever I remember, I take her a bottle and she'll take it. And really, I need to get her boyfriend on it because he's he's interested. I just haven't gotten a bottle to him. Um, but they don't they haven't really reported anything. So and I, w- I would put my mom in like not that like not keeping track of all the data. Right. And so I think if I were to query her a little bit more and get her to write stuff down, we might see some some stuff. But it, it doesn't it's not for everyone. I, I, I'm in a networking group. I have this really cool lady. She's a she's a Viking attorney, right? So she's a redheaded like Viking blood attorney. She actually has battle axes in her office, Sweet. like the kind of, like you'd kind of want this attorney on your side. Um, <laughs> and I've given her a couple bottles. She's just like I don't really notice anything. I'm like okay, like it's you know it's it's not uh, that that actually makes me feel a little bit better, right? Because well, there's part of me that. Hey, I wish it worked for everyone, um, but it's a little more realistic that it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, there you go, being uh, being <laughs> being aloof again. It's very charming. <laughs> Got to be careful with that, Chris. Uh, <laughs> uh, Can you coach that out of me? Is that yeah? Is that yeah. Then you we work should, on. <laughs> we should book a call so that you're not so not so charming. You know, it's gonna people are gonna take you too seriously. Um. So I like to, is there anything that we didn't cover? Anything that you want to share that you think is like really vitally important? Um, no, I, I think we really cover, covered all of it. I, you know, we're available. Uh, I would, you know, well, let's talk about how people might be able to get a Please, hold of it. Plug on it. So, so the best way is, and, and you'll get credit for this. So I'm, I'm excited about that because I'd love to support the work that you're doing. If people go to myvitalc.com slash OPP, right? Um, you'll get the credit for that. If you scroll down, basically one bottle's $99 and don't do that. Get on subscription. You can cancel at any time at $74.95. You're already saving uh, some good money right there. And also on your first order, we'll give you another 15 bucks off uh, if you use the code OPP. Sweet. Awesome. So you sign and, up. And, so you sign up for the for the subscription. You get fifteen dollars off anyway. And if people use well, the code, well, the subscription's like twenty five dollars off, right? It's from ninety nine dollars okay. down to seventy four ninety five. Got it. Again, you can cancel at any time, and we'll give you another fifteen bucks off of that first order uh, if you use the coupon code OPP. That's we cool. do have a pet version, so just know that. Uh, and we just came out with like MCT or whatever. But the original study, like I like to stick with the original study. Some people like olive oil isn't their thing. So we've got MCT. Um, but the original study was in olive oil. So I would tend to stick with that. But if you want to try some of the other flavors, uh, we're just about to come out with avocado. Uh, and we've got, you know, olive oil, the original and MCT. Excellent. Excellent. And where can people find that? MyVitalC.com? My yeah. Well, slash OPP. Slash OPP. Uh, so I like to finish every episode with a fill in the blank question, which, yes. uh, I love making people feel nervous. So here we go. Yeah. Um, All right. And this, this can be based on anything that you know, that you have learned in your life. Doesn't necessarily need to be specific to C6, um, uh, C60 or ESS 60 or anything like that. This can be just sort of general wisdom that you have. Feel okay. free to elaborate as much as you'd like. Uh, please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing. Everyone would benefit from knowing that you should fail fast. 
right? So fail fast. It, like, so don't, like, you're gonna fail. Nobody has gotten successful without failing a hundred times or a thousand times or whatever. In fact, the ones who have gotten more successful have failed more and have failed faster. Uh, I would also say, uh, be willing to say no. Because sometimes, I love this phrase, sometimes opportunity isn't. <laughs> I like that. That's a new one on me. That's great. Sometimes opportunity isn't. <laughs> Very cool. Chris Burris, thank you so much for joining us today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you, Sean. It's been a blast.